0: I'm sure you heard that very disturbing uh, picture that was being sketched there uh, by Nomzamo. So does uh, Rhodes University promote a culture of rape and sexual advances towards female students uh, by turning a blind eye, as it were, uh, to some of the activities that take place?
1: Certainly not, Sakina. Um, You know, it boggles the mind to listen to some of the preposterous claims that, that have been made. You know, I don't know if uh, Namzamo might have been involved or properly briefed about really what happened during the, the processes um, relating specifically to Janji. First, I must just start with of caveat, Serkina, to say that it's not in the nature of how we conduct our business as a university to come to, into the public pro- platforms to account for what happens in internal processes, but this is an extraordinary case. And let me just outline to you very briefly what happened. First of all, the... The lawyer exercises some liberties, which I suppose are available to her to stretch the truth. So I want to say that a lot of what she's saying is is simply not true. Um, Where she's disputing that Yankee was guilty of these things, perhaps you might not want to take my word for it, but remember the interdict was predicated and dealt specifically with the issues that relate to the charges leveled against Yankee. And those charges have got absolutely nothing do with protesting. Janji was not the only student who was protesting. Why would Janji be the only one who is singled out and charged for protesting? Secondly, it would be unconstitutional, it would be illegal, it would be against the policy of the institution of Rhodes University to charge any student for protesting. I mean that would have been an easy uh, matter to deal with for Janji if they were charged with things that are pertinently unconstitutional as such. But if you if you look at the issues as they as they were canvassed and ventilated at the high court sitting in Grahamstown relating to the what the court called unlawful activities that made serious inroads, and I'm quoting from the judgment of Judge Lowe, serious inroads into the liberties of others, which included kidnapping, which included assault, which included insubordination. Uh, those matters were judged by the high court, and the, the the charged party, the party's students, took the matter to the Supreme Court of Appeals, and the judgment of the High Court was upheld at the Supreme Court of Appeals until they reached the Constitutional Court. And in turning his judgment on this matter, Judge Kolopin of the Constitutional Court said that the, the the lower court, in this instance the High Court, exercised due diligence in meticulously assessing and analyzing matters of law and fact Mm. in relation to Yankee being involved in these unlawful activities. So you might not want to take my word for it, but these matters have gone through, through the court. And secondly, the disciplinary process through which Yankee went through was presided over by an experienced external legal person who was assisted by another external independent legal person. And Yankee, through the process, was represented by a team of no less than four lawyers until the time came for her to lead evidence, that the lawyers representing Janji indicated that they were not available. Even during that time, Sakina, there were attempts by the presiding officer, by the chairperson of SDC, to look at possible ways of dealing with this, including handling and dealing with the hearing over weekends, mm. which unfortunately Ms Janji's team turned down. So Mr. In, in the judgment, it actually indicates that she wavered her right to, be, to, 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 be, to represent herself and to lead evidence because of the overwhelming evidence that had been led against her.
0: And, and I read through that judgment and um, a very interesting uh, comments also in there. But uh, what is the maximum sentence uh, that, has be, uh, ha, ha, that has been given to a student who has been found guilty of a rape or a sexual offense at Rhodes University?
1: This year alone. We have got two students at Rhodes University who have been permanently excluded from the university, who have had their academic transcripts endorsed by the university this year alone. So it is untrue to say that the the, the sentence meted out to Ms. Gianchi and and the other students with with whom she was involved in the kidnapping, assault, and spitting on people's faces is the most severe that has ever been handed out by the university. That sentence was handed out in November, at the beginning of November this year. In the first semester of this year, two students were excluded permanently from Rhodes University for rape. In fact, if you look online, there is a case there, Sakina, of a student who came to us with her story. Her name is Betty. You can look at this. You can Google it and look at it. She is the one person who has gone through the institutional system when she was a rape survivor, and she will tell you in her own words what her experience was from reporting the the the, the, the matter. True to the prosecution of the matter Up until the end point What kind of social, personal, psychological And emotional support that she's provided By the university I would prefer that you read it in her own words And that's a story that has got a face behind it And a person behind it It's not a person who is pontificating about this It's a mm. person who has gone through the experience Just a
0: final question because we're out of time Are there still any male students at Rhodes University Who have been found guilty of sexual offences uh, Who are still part of the university? Setting?
1: No, definitely not. It is mandatory that when a person is found is, is is found guilty there is there is immediate suspension. In fact if you look at our mechanism, you'll find that there are various avenues that are available to, to rape survivors where they can even involve directly and personally the, the, the vice chancellor to have a preliminary uh, suspension hearing. Mm, fair and enough. That is held all the time. So those
0: two students who you excluded permanently now, uh, was the university aware of their transgressions uh, before uh, the actual protests against them happened? No.
1: Let me tell you, all the students whose name appeared in the so, in the list of of alleged rapists none of those cases had been reported to the university. In fact, it was the university that followed up on the names that appeared there by way of looking for complainants, by way of looking for evidence, and following up on the issues that had been registered. But of the 22 names that appeared in that list, only one student was convicted only for harassment.